0: All those who are holding tickets outside will get in as fast as they can. I'm speaking out to you, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm speaking to the crowd on the outside who seem to be standing where they're reluctant to come in, and we're going to start this very soon. Welcome back to Worthy. My name is John, And I'm Ben. And today we're going to dive in to a Worthy holiday episode. Well, you wanted to uh, just give some time, just like we did recently for Halloween, and dive into a holiday kind of season and look at some of the films that kind of we've loved over the years. Maybe talk a little bit about some of the Oscar connections and how that's kind of related back to the Academy and how the Academy overall looks at films from the holiday season and there's no better way to kind of talk about holiday films, whether that's Christmas films, you know, Hanukkah films, or any film that regarding the holidays of December, without really asking what makes a holiday film. So I wanted to ask you, Ben, to you what makes a holiday film? Is it a certain time of year? Does it have to take place during, you know, Hanukkah or Christmas? Does it have to be about a religion or these holidays specifically? Yeah, I. It's funny because I've been thinking about that because
1: I want to get your opinion because if you think of it a certain way that I do, then I may I may be able to include a movie that you may not think is an actual holiday movie, but it maybe it is if we define it a certain way. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I, I feel like a lot of times people take Christmas movies or holiday movies and they just have to set it during that time and therefore it is a Christmas movie. If you have you know, holiday lights. If you have Santa, if you have a, you know, light up reindeer somewhere is people constitute that as a holiday movie. Uh, so I think you can go like a number of ways, but I wanted to first ask that is like, does it just need to just have that overall Christmas feel or have to take place time during that for you?
0: Yeah. It's tricky because I don't think it has to be about Christmas or, or a certain holiday in order to be a holiday film I mean, i think there's examples definitely from the academy like little women where that is clearly not a movie about christmas or about like the holidays in general but it's very heavily based in that time and that's one of the most consistent uh, films that we've seen nominated from the multiple iterations the 1949 and 1933 and and the most recent version uh, and also the 1994 version which also had three nominations so there's definitely there's scenes that take place during Christmas it snows it's kind of like an important physical element and you know I guess you could call that a holiday film I wouldn't go and say it's like a Christmas film in particular but I think when you make it as broad as just saying oh this is a holiday film then you kind of understand that it takes place in between these kind of couple months maybe November slips in there as well uh, and December but it's really tricky where it's that fine line I think there's it's clear when you make a Christmas film, right? When you look at like the Santa Claus elf and like the animated Rudolph, like that's obvious when that's specifically about that uh, and about the holidays itself. But when it goes beyond just kind of talking about the season, I think there's still something magical about that. I think with, we're talking about like a, a very visual medium, obviously where you have uh, like scenes within rain and especially in the holidays when it's snowing, like that's such a awesome dynamic thing to see on film. So I think that certainly adds to it. And Uh, The vibrancy of the holidays, I mean, we use such like iconic and bright colors when we think of not just Christmas, but Hanukkah and and Kwanzaa. You know, these are very like vibrant and bright colors, which, you know, look great when you kind of throw them in a movie. So there's a lot of different aspects that kind of take it for me. And and most people don't even really say holiday film. They'll just say like, oh, it's a Christmas movie or it's like, yeah, it's a movie that's about Hanukkah. And I would definitely wanted to bring up that, too, with you. Growing up, I wanted to know, one, since you're Jewish, just, like, how you saw Christmas movies when you were younger and whether you, like, personally avoided them, whether your family even watched any of them, or if there's any, like, films about Hanukkah that you, like, particularly watched growing up.
1: Yeah, so there, there's a lot to unpack right there. One just, just backs up a little bit when we actually talk about holiday movies. Yes, they are mostly referred to as Christmas movies because in reality, there aren't really that many Hanukkah movies. And Kwanzaa movies, I, to be honest, I've never seen a, a Kwanzaa movie. They have to exist. Like I'm sure they, they exist. No, to no exist. I, I, I'm sure there
0: gonna be lifetime movies that are I, Kwanzaa. Exactly,
1: I'm sure they exist, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's mainstream or popular or not, not at all. No, like like, a, like what a Christmas movie is. So yes, growing up Jewish, I was not really. Privy to many Christmas movies, like yeah, AB, what was ABC Family had like the Twenty Five yeah. Days of Christmas, yeah. The so you pop one it. of those on, and you know you see Rudolph, you see Frosty, I Still Christmas, like so I knew that stuff. But the actual, it's funny because the actual day of Christmas traditionally for a lot of of Jewish people is to go to the movies because that's one of the only things you can do on Christmas that's open. But barring that, I mean, yeah, we it wasn't like my family went out of its way to watch Christmas movies like I never felt like that connected to them and I still don't feel that connected to Christmas movies because it's not my holiday the even just Christmas itself I don't feel any connection to it it's it's very weird and and I admit that's a very weird feeling just to have because I know so many people do like Christmas but for me Christmas is kind of like a yeah it's just another day of the year type of thing but like Hanukkah also which it's a great thing to have for for Jewish people to tell celebrate their family give gifts and it's, but it's also not, in terms of a religious standpoint, it's not really that important of a holiday compared to some other ones in the Jewish religion, which I think a lot of people don't understand that. And it's fine that they don't. No, but, definitely not. But I think that Hanukkah is more important. It seems like it's important because it's in the holiday times, because it's about family and, and coming together and celebrating, uh, you know, just, just again, just being together and, and having that family love. And so actually I think what's important though to talk about and also to help define holiday movies is what is actually talked about in most holiday movies. Usually there's a big family theme involved. There's either a family coming together and there's something that's a wedge between them that they then have to get through and come around and and overcome that. Sometimes the holidays is about like a uh, you know it, it can be about you know a loss can be something like that and the family's coming together or it's just can be like a comedy type of Christmas type thing where everyone's coming together the kids are fucking around you think of like Home Alone that's like a perfect example You think of Elf that's another great example of like how goofy the holiday times can be especially for the family movies and so it's just like a perfect blend but uh, yeah it's, it's certainly it's a big elephant in the room when we talk about holiday movies because we're really just talking about Christmas movies and it's to be a little cynical it's pretty obvious like why that is the case and it's because it makes more money that you know jewish people to such a small percentage even though a lot of jewish people are in the film industry it still makes the most money to make christmas movies wide you know mainstream and widespread
0: yeah that's definitely probably the, the main reason plus it's such a commercialized holiday right i mean i love christmas like so much it's one of my favorite holidays if not my favorite but yeah, I'm just so curious from your point of view. We haven't even talked too much about this, but I think with I think people lump it in, especially Christians, they lump like Hanukkah as being like the big Jewish holiday, I think specifically from like our point of view they see the menorah and they just like see that as like a significant like holiday thing that they can kind of lash onto and then they're like oh like that's the holiday cuz that's like the first thing that will come to my head cuz I think of Christmas because Christmas is the holiday for you. Therefore right and you're connected to that and you got the candles the lights it's kind of similar in vain um but growing up this is kind of aside not about film but I just thought about it did you guys you guys get a tr- christmas tree growing up in general or <laughs> no. never ever no. right I would imagine, because growing up, there was, like, two different people. I mean, there was a a good amount of Jewish people in my high school, but... For the most part, it was probably in, like, the 10%, like, a small amount, like you were just saying. And there are some people that, like, would celebrate both almost. And it's kind of like a, well, did a mixture. Do they come from, like, mixed parents? From like, one the parent? mom or not? Yeah. I think, I don't remember specifically, but I think sometimes it was that. Sometimes it was just the kid felt kind of, like, left out for some reason. So they just kind of, like, like did the holiday and didn't involve religion into it at all. It was just kind of to get more presents. Right, so I think it, it depends on either side, but yeah, I was just curious from from your point of view. So, do you have like an early memory of, um, just like Christmas films in general, or about uh, any kind of holiday film? Like, what is your first earliest memory of seeing any of these movies? Oh, my first earliest
1: memory. Well, I think again it goes back to the what was on TV. Like, I think about that ABC Family thing where they would do the twenty five films in twenty five days. You know, I think. Again, like, the obvious ones are, like, Rudolph and Frosty. I love How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, that I th- That's just, like, one of my... Like which
0: which iteration is the question?
1: Well, obviously, it's the animated one, the old OG animated one, uh-huh, uh-huh. then the Jim Carrey version, and then the new 3D animated one. I and still haven't seen that, yeah. You still haven't seen that one? That no, one no. is actually... It's pretty... It's fun. Well, it's Illumination, so I imagine right. the animation's like oh, it's, amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. The story is not, like, the OG version, but it's one of those things again, like think about how the Grinch stole Christmas. The whole idea and theme about it is coming together. It's about turning, like bring someone who doesn't feel welcome. That doesn't have a family and bringing them into a family setting. That, that makes sense. And yeah. like, that's like what make. so that, that again, it's like, now we're going back to the whole, like what makes a holiday movie, a holiday movie. Like, so I guess that is one aspect. So I think maybe we should like finish defining that. Cause I really want to make this one movie. I'm thinking of a holiday movie. Um, so so okay, so let's go through the criteria. It has to have, it has to take place during the time of the holiday season, correct? Yeah, December first to December thirty first. Are we saying just the month of December? No, I think you can put November in there. Okay, too. so part of November. Okay, it does not have and it has to have Christmas lights, and or
0: a. You know, like other kind of like Santa Claus, Rudolph. It's, like it has to have decorations for either Christmas or you know, so, Kwanza but, or Hanukkah, but whatever, Christmas holiday. like holiday theme decorations. decorations. Okay, definitely. All right, and the third one is: does it ha- does it have
1: to have a specific theme that is about like the idea of Christmas of coming together, or can just really be about anything, but it still has the decorations and it takes place during that time of the year?
0: Yeah, I think it'd be about anything. Okay, and, and it can cross genres for sure.
1: Perfect. So, Eyes Wide Shut is the best holiday oh, movie wow. of all time. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> well, then there's the question. I've never seen that movie, so I can't really oh, say man. for sure. It not. is not a holiday movie, but it, but but it has some really cool Christmas decorations in it. And it takes place during Christmas time. Like the majority, because then it gets tricky. Where it's like, is it certain scenes that are like popular and take place during the season, yeah. or is it like? the Well, no, movie? It, it
1: it takes place. But I think it's like it has to be like a one week span. I think the film has to be. And I'm not saying like, like I do love I wide shot and I want to create it for a dramatic effect. But the idea that a movie doesn't have to be about the holiday can still be a holiday movie is a
0: very common thing for most holiday movies. And I think definitely the
1: number one we can think of is Die Hard.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, Die Hard is such a weird movie where people throw it in and a lot of people argue against it. But Honestly, I don't know how you couldn't really say it's a holiday movie. It Takes place during the holidays. He's literally trying to get home to his family for Christmas. Like the whole um, hotel is decorated and and all these Halloween or all this uh, Christmas decorations and stuff like that. Plus, it really is just about him trying to reconnect with his wife and and be a family again with their kids. So I think it's a perfect. I mean, it's like I said, you can blend genres, and that's what's so interesting about. Uh, holiday movies specifically when you talk about what we just talked about in our last like holiday in quote-unquote episode about Halloween is that for the majority like Halloween films are one genre and that's either horror or then you can kind of blend into the the sub-genres that we kind of went through and discussed but what's so weird and interesting about holidays and about Christmas or any kind of holiday with a film is that you can really blend and mess around with genres like Ben and I, we were just watching the movie the other night. I think it was called A Silent Night where yeah. it was like kind of uh, apocalypse. It's It came out this year, but it's starring like Kieran Knightley and it's apocalypse. It's almost, it's humorous, dark humor, I would say, like maybe black comedy and it's very much about Christmas because it takes place on, on Christmas, Christmas Day, but it's about like everyone dying. I mean, spoiler if you haven't seen it, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting that you can like take a holiday and and blend it with all these weird genres and i think that shows for sure with die hard and i think it's you could even look at a film like it's a wonderful life which is probably one of the most iconic like oscar related holiday films and a lot of that movie doesn't have anything to do with the holidays it doesn't have anything to do with christmas and until you get to kind of like the third act i would say maybe yeah. of the film is where it all becomes about the holiday season and getting back to his family but for the most part, it's about like this character's life, right? Jimmy Stewart's character going through, and you see him from such an early age. But then it kind of all ties together in the end. So, uh, what do you think about the, the blending of genres? I always find that really interesting that you can do that with like a holiday film. Yeah, I mean, I think it just goes, goes back to the example of Eyes Wide Shut that you can just really use
1: any movie that takes yeah. place. And then you know, you you we put together a list and. You had found some uh, pretty much like almost every movie that could be a holiday movie that was Oscar nominated. Yeah. And one of the ones that jumps out to me is the best picture winner from 1960, The Apartment. And like that's not really a holiday movie. It takes but it takes place during the holiday. So is it like and, and that's one of the things where I actually wouldn't really consider that a holiday movie. But if we're going by the criteria that we did say before, that it is a holiday movie, it would
0: count, yeah, because I haven't seen it yet.
1: Yeah, but. it. I, yeah, I don't want to say more than that, but it, it takes place during Christmas time, but it really has nothing to do with the holiday. But then when you talk about "It's a Wonderful Life," that does feel like a Christmas movie, even though yes, it really has nothing to do with it until that last third act where it goes through, uh, you know, it goes through a Christmas story. Type of thing like like what Scrooge went through. Yeah, the Christmas Carol. Uh, yeah, Christmas Carol. That's I was like, it's not a Christmas story, <laughs> <laughs> but also it, a great Christmas yeah, movie. Right, right. So, but but essentially, yeah. So like it, it it's so it it's one of those fine lines that you can balance. You know, it's one of those things where like you can even think about oh, horror. Well, is this a horror movie? Is this just a thriller type of thing? And I, I think it can go either way. I I don't think there's really a set concrete rules, but it is interesting how the holiday movie is a quote-unquote holiday movie.
0: Yeah, I, I think something interesting about holiday movies in general is that we kind of throw in short films as well. Like, a lot of, like, the original Grinch, I mean, that's not a full feature-length film. We're talking about, like, Jack Frost and the Rudolph, uh, Rudolph the Red, Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like, a lot of these are animation or claymation from, what, like, the 60s, and, and it's kind of funny because we combine that into these other films, like Home Alone and Elf, that are kind of, like, yearly watches for us but it's interesting because we don't really do that for other holidays like we never like watch oh like that Halloween short like we never go back to these like smaller like short films and I wonder why that is maybe it's like the syndication of television that kind of was the reason why these were showed originally and they just kind of stayed with our parents or our grandparents and family safe type thing it's kind of passed down the line yeah i was i was wondered why in particular we have like short films that we remember from the holidays but no one really ever talks about short films or like shares them very often uh for any other holiday or like any other kind of season really so well what other holidays constant like would would actually involve like a lot
1: of movie themes there's not really other holidays i mean there's halloween which we've covered with horror movies but that's uh, but then you know July 4th doesn't really I mean yeah there's like
0: you know I think of Independence day but that's not really like yeah you could get vague with it it's yeah like birthday movies so, and like stuff like that right like so I think Patrick's I think it makes day, all these weird things you know it makes
1: sense though overall like why Christmas was like picked and I think it's like a mul- it's a multitude of things it's it's the most commercial holiday it makes the most money everyone's sitting at home for especially in the winter time what el- what, what else are people going to be doing? You know kids are going to love watching the animated shorts uh, so I think like it, it makes the most sense like why it has developed that way uh, but do, actually I want nothing about this do you think we've hit a wall with holiday movies like what where else can we go
0: I just think it's so difficult to make them I think one they're really expensive if you like actually want to fully do it and I think Netflix and Lifetime Channel are probably the two kind of producers that are pumping out these holiday films like Claws was a really great animated film from a couple of years ago on Netflix. And they just like a lot of stuff on Netflix, it just kind of gets pushed out and then it kind of gets swallowed. So I think we don't see these major releases in theaters very often because it's these smaller, uh, Netflix isn't small, but it's these like different forms of releasing like these lifetime movies that are more like melodramas that are take place in, in Christmas and the holidays. Like there's gotta be a lifetime Kwanzaa movie. I keep thinking about that (laughs) now. Like there has to be. And, um, yeah, I just think with Netflix, they've kind of taken up that reins as kind of continuing the holidays. And they've kind of feel like they need to push out content for like every time of year because they're so big at this point. They just feel like they need to like kind of make something for everyone. So they've kind of taken the rein, if I have to make a Santa analogy of holiday films. But it is odd. I th- I'm assuming it has to be budgetary reasons why we don't really see that many like i I mean really the last like iconic movie that would be kind of related to christmas i would say maybe is elf and elf is like 20 years old at this point um i couldn't really think of like another film that's like that iconic you could go to maybe like the polar express but again that's almost 20 years old as well and how the grinch stole christmas with jim carrey is from 2000 so yeah there's not really much and again that goes back it goes back to the whole idea that
1: like that it's just Christmas that's getting served during this holiday time when like so many people other people are experiencing it differently and so to so one to not have that much Christmas representation shows that the holiday movie the actual making of it has died down but yet it still remains popular and two it just shows that because there are no holiday movies being made that there are no Hanukkah or Kwanzaa movies that are mainstream being made and there have never really been ones that have been made that are good so it's just it's one of those like weird dilemmas where I'm not I'm not saying I'm criticizing the industry, but it is very like, oh, we don't really have this again. It's just another one of those things
0: that like the that Christmas gets to, you know, thrive again. Yeah, you know? it's actually why I really wanted to talk about this and and do a worthy holiday. I think there's a lot less to talk about than with horror films because we could really kind of go in and talk about our different genres and why we love it and. I love that season as well, but with this, it's such an interesting relationship that we have with you not really celebrating the Christmas and Christmas being such a big part in my life and my family. So I wanted to bring it back around to Hanukkah and see if we could come up with, obviously I need majority of this from you, a Hanukkah film that would just hit the beats of what we want from a holiday film. So how could we do it and what would the plot be? I'm assuming this would have to be about a family. Right. Yeah,
1: so it's actually funny that you bring that up because I was talking to. You uh, have an idea already. Well, someone already had this sort of idea that you're bringing up. Can we steal it? Uh, no, but Who we can. Who is someone? Is it <laughs> famous? Who is it? <laughs> it was. Uh, so it was pointing out, out to me that there's an Instagram account called Hey Alma. I don't know what they do, but it's a pretty popular Instagram account. But they asked people to submit like uh, Hanukkah themed storylines. And reading them, um, me and the person that showed it to me, we were looking at it and I was like, wow, it's pretty amazing that like normal storylines that just involves like some minimal holiday decoration for Hanukkah, not even talking about the, the actual holiday itself and the representation of like what it means and all that, just like this is happening and Hanukkah is just the background was the thing that stood out the most. Cause there's no movies that are like that. Cause mostly Jewish narratives are about the Holocaust. They're about battling anti-Semitism And if it really is, And if it's about Hanukkah, it's about the story of the Maccabees, which is it, actually that would be a phenomenal Movie to see is the story e- of the uh,
0: Explain what that is, because I have no clue and I'm sure Alright, well,
1: that. I'm going to butcher this Short ex- explanation, of, explanation uh, yeah. I, Essentially the Maccabees were It was like this kingdom Essentially, and they and they fought for I don't think it was necessarily for their freedom, but just to like they, they just fought and the the reason why that we have a menorah is because for eight days they're able to keep this menorah lit with very minimal oil so it's a miracle of lights it's a miracle that they were able to keep this candle lit for eight days I've completely butchered that whole story <laughs> I'm sorry to every Jewish family member that is listening to this and is like how do you not remember the whole fucking story your grandma is doing yeah. that right now <laughs> <laughs> she probably is <laughs> but but essentially like what like what you're asking about like oh like what would that narrative look like the narrative would just be your holiday movies, your typical Christmas movies, just Hanukkah as the background.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I, mean, I think when you look at a lot of these f- films in terms of genre, their family, or maybe you could throw a melodramatic in there, or comedy, or maybe kind of a mix of all of them. So there also is the classic like holiday trope, mainly for Christmas, which is I'll be home for Christmas. Not just the movie, which I do have such a fond uh, memory of watching that as a kid, and I still probably watch that like every year. But that notion of like being home for the holidays, and I think that could directly apply to Hanukkah as well. I yeah. mean, it takes I'll be place. Home for I'll be home for Hanukkah. Like that's got to exist. I, I didn't look that up beforehand, but I should have. <laughs> yeah, I think you could do that as well. There's something interesting about it taking place over multiple days as well, where maybe the whole story takes place over like every day of Hanukkah or something like that. You know, yeah. like you could definitely play around and, and mess around with it instead of just being about that one particular day that you have to be home for some kind of like horrible events that happens or something like that, you know?
1: Yeah. And one, like one, yes. Like that's like the type of narratives I think that Jewish people would love if it's just like a normal thing. It just has to do with the holidays. But when you talk about eight, something taking place over eight nights, the one Hanukkah (laughs) movie that like really came to mind. And I actually did. I like try to look up Hanukkah movies and this is the only one that I was like, oh, this is the only one that I actually like. And one of the only ones that I've actually heard of is Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah, definitely. That's like the only one, and even that is not really a Jewish movie that celebrates Hanukkah. It's it like has like the themes of Hanukkah, but it's also about Christmas. It's about the holidays.
0: Is it really? I don't really. I I haven't seen the movie in such a long time. Yeah, it
1: has like. I mean, yes, the main characters are, are Jewish, and and they use that to like make a lot of jokes about. But it's still, it still takes place in a normal town where everyone's still celebrating Christmas and Hanukkah at the same time. So it's like one of those movies that's still a mixture of it, but they use a lot of the same jokes at the expense of Jewish people to get across. And like Adam Sandler being a Jewish person, he's allowed to do that. That's, but at the same time, like that's also like why that movie's more mainstream but and it's, popular.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why I've seen it and why like a lot of my friends here are not Jewish have seen yeah. that movie and like love that movie. I know a lot of people that like her not Jewish or don't have any Jewish family members that like love that movie and that's like something they watch every year which is interesting I think there can be a Hanukkah film that's like that that can like transcend and and go beyond just people that are Jewish and go beyond people that just don't celebrate the holiday that can kind of appreciate it it's just kind of like cracking that nut it's so hard to kind of determine exactly what it would be but I mean, that blue that I think of when I think of Hanukkah is like a very visual striking color. And I just I think there's a lot that you could do within it. Yeah, I I think so, too.
1: And it's unfortunate, but that doesn't make me like disparage the holiday genre in total. I think it's like a great thing to have. I think that a lot of Christmas movies are like a lot of fun. You know, we've written down a bunch. We we both talked about It's a Wonderful Life. We talked about How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, I talked about Elf. then you think about movies like home alone like that's one of our favorite movies especially growing up that was a phenomenal one you think about uh you know think about the nightmare before christmas that's not necessarily i mean it is a christmas movie but that one feels more like a halloween movie
0: yeah it's a nice mixture
1: yeah so i feel like there's there's just like a fine balance but also it's nothing that's like terribly wrong with the industry that we don't have enough hanukkah movies it's just recognizing that like hey like We don't have enough
0: Hanukkah movies, but it doesn't mean like we have to stop holiday movies in total. Yeah. And you could also probably say that about like so many like Jewish men or women that like have stories to be told that just aren't told yet. You know, there's plenty of stories that aren't just about a Jewish holiday that you can still be very much about, you know, Jewish traditions or or Jewish people in general. Yeah, I wanted to talk about Home Alone because I was looking into just trying to kind of come up with. A bunch of different movies that would kind of strike and, and remember for me and I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes top 65 holiday films and they're all ordered and ranked by the actual Rotten Tomato rating so based on those critics that gave it a, a rotten or um, ripe tomato and Home Alone being one of the most iconic Christmas movies especially in the last my uh, modern age last 30 years is 51 out of the 65 and now this is based on ratings and I know Roger Ebert I think is is kind of synonymous for kind of not liking Home Alone and they both didn't like it when it first came out and maybe that was like a trend across the board where people just couldn't really get it because it's so wacky and zany maybe it was kind of before its time in a way and I just couldn't believe that when I saw that on the list I'm like this is one of the most iconic like most iconic Christmas movie and it's rated fifty one out of sixty five. But I think if we were to take like modern day reactions and reviews, like there's no way. Like if we were to actually rank and classify these things. Yeah, it's probably in like the top five of like people were yeah. if you were to ask them and I uh, mean that just
1: goes back to the whole like a critic like it does like I say it all the time, like our opinions really don't matter at the end of the day. And like yeah. so the fact that that Roger Ebert's opinion could have that much influence is a little odd and just like not like fair to many other movies, but I think at the top of that list, is a, it's a wonderful life, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, and I think that one's still probably, a, and that one's just like one of the best movies, but that one probably just is the best like holiday movie.
0: Yeah, it's one of those movies that like encompasses a person's life where, I mean that's such a feat in itself, and then it also has to do with the holidays and connecting it with his family, so that's just like a miracle of a movie to me in general. We talked a little bit about it when we discussed it kind of being nominated for Best Picture, but it really is a magical movie, obviously. I mean, we can't praise Stewart's performance enough in that film because he literally carries it other than his uh, younger self in the beginning. But, yeah, that movie is – it really is magical, and it's a movie that, like, I look forward – and that's part of why I like like holiday movies. And as I've gotten older, you kind of lose that magic of Christmas and the holidays a little bit just because it's not kind of, like – you know, not as important to you. And, you know, you kind of lose that magic of not knowing Santa's real anymore. And it slowly kind of like fades away for you. But then I think when you have kids again, it kind of like sparks that and, and it reignites that in you. And that's something I definitely look forward to is sharing those. You know, like when my baby is like four and can finally watch a movie, I'm turning on Die Hard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're going to watch all everyone uh, get shot up and are, die in that movie. It's going to be a great time. Are you going to watch all the Hallmark movies? That a, that's what <laughs> I want to ask is like the the amount of
1: Hallmark holiday movies that are out there that do you think that muddles the
0: genre and just like, no, because I don't think a lot of people see them. Oh, a lot of people see them. I, okay. I'm going to throw this out there, but I think the Hallmark channel is like a channel that people that are like 65 and up just throw on and like fall asleep to. And that, (laughs) that's why it's still around. And a lot of people aren't actually watching this. They just like, oh, it's it's just background. This noise, is studied basically. facts that you've gone to multiple sixty five plus year olds. Yeah, polls exactly. I've <laughs> taken many watched. surveys and <laughs> polls, and I've determined that this is this is the case. But yeah, it is it is a weird, interesting. It is an interesting thought to say if it's being modeled or not. I think you could look at like even Netflix too. But I think with these movies and Christmas movies, holiday movies, when it's a great movie, it stands out on its own. I think it really like will shine, and I think Klaus the. The movie on Netflix that I was talking about, the anim- animated movie, was nominated for Best Animation for the Oscars. It might have even won. I'm trying no, to remember. It lost right? to. Uh, which was, just, was like an upset, I'm pretty it sure. It lost if I to Toy Story 4. That's right. And, it, and the people were pissed because yeah. some people just really hated that movie. But it's. I mean, come on. How can you not like the holidays, whether you're a part of one religion or another? And that's something we didn't really dive too deep into, is like the religious aspect, which a lot of people just don't really dive deep into because I think the more fantasy and the Santa Claus and the reindeer and the elves and all these weird things that come from Christmas people kind of draw out of that because it's more fantasy and and fun for people to watch but we don't really focus too much on religion anymore and maybe that's just us as Americans kind of like slowly like moving away from that and not talking too much about it but yeah do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah I think it's a family to family thing about the religious aspect But in terms of film it's
1: not You're right it's not really talked about And I guess well I mean Christmas is what is the day Jesus was Born so it's like what are you going to make a movie about Jesus being (laughs) born and like, you would have to really drag that one out. Yeah, imagine, like, Baby Genius, but it's Baby, baby Jesus. <laughs> it's Baby
0: Jesus, and it's just about... Look who's about talking now, but <laughs> Jesus. And it's just about his first couple of days, you know? Or maybe it's just the first day, and he's already talking, and he's already got magical powers, you know? That's probably going <laughs> to piss people off, but... uh probably yeah I don't think there's too much to say I mean we can just go down a list and just talk about all these movies but I don't think that really does anything or gets us anywhere but we really wanted to just kind of talk about it and acknowledge it and I wanted to kind of talk about the difference and what kind of defines a holiday movie or or what kind of aspects of this so Ben do you have any final closing thoughts for our worthy holiday bonus episode
1: no just I appreciate everyone listening to uh, to the bonus episode Uh, there is another one coming soon hope everyone has a wonderful holidays i hope everyone's going to the movies and 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 watching movies at home with their family and uh and yeah just uh let's enjoy the holidays you know let's have a good one happy holidays Thanks for listening to Worthy, the breakdown of every best picture winner from past to present. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on Instagram at Worthy Podcast, on Twitter at Worthy Pod, and on Facebook at Worthy Podcast. Any inquiries can be submitted to submissions at gmail.com. Again, that's submissions at gmail.com.